0: One, two, three, four invites you to get this with Tommy G and the Fat Man.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, good morning, everybody. Older listeners will know what that's about. Uh, I used to be the fat man back in the 1980s when ties were a lot thinner. <laughs> Ed Cavali over there. Hey, where does that leave me? He wasn't even born oh, okay, in correct. those days. And here is Tommy G himself. Give him <laughs> a round. Thank you
1: very much. Tommy G was... A name purely for tax purposes. It? it has been used since the mid-80s. So, I think it still survives as a small company in the Caymans. <laughs> does? Um, I'm sorry I'm late. I was at home just catching the end of Dancing with the Stars. It went on a bit last night. <laughs> oh, what happened? Just ground to a halt then. Um, well, they stretch it out because they're, they're down to like just two dancers and right. they've got to fill yeah, seven right. and a half hours. It's like a telephone.
0: <laughs> sorry, Tom. I, I was watching uh, Dancing with Peter Costello <laughs> on the other channel. <laughs> I just needed to know how much funding there's going to be for the bionic ear. Yeah, and we'll have
1: full details later, Thank so I missed goodness. this. Do you know, on, on budget, whenever they budget day, they, they then have to go out. If you're a news crew, you have to go and find a typical Aussie family. Oh, it's appear true. That's that so night. True. Is, Do you go down to Centrelink and apply for that position? <laughs> yeah, we're fairly typical, and we're prepared to look a little bit disappointed. Well, uh, you've, got,
0: <laughs> you've got to have a certain quality, mm. and I noticed that one thing Peter Costello wants is... Um, well, more rootin'. Basically, that really? is what he's chasing. He's urging people to have a, a third... How many kids do you have, Tom? I've got two. Two. See, so mm. you're the target audience for He wants Peter me Cost- to go
1: that one extra step, does he?
0: He wants you to go the third one. Mm. Tone, how and many have you got? Zero. There you go. None that I'll admit to. Get to it. But I have a lot of DVDs. <laughs> um, Which here... he loves like babies. <laughs> dresses, the, dresses them up. Susie O'Brien, a columnist in the Melbourne Herald Sun, points out today that families will qualify for the two hundred and fifty dollars annual large family supplement, when they have their third child, that's what he's offering you, Tom. Will you take it? Will you come back come the on the show tomorrow night with a third
1: kitty for two hundred and fifty bucks? Is that what it's worth? I'll have to phone a friend. Can't make that decision on my own, Tony. Is, is that, that uh, two fifty, Tom? Uh, Tom, is that enough to raise a kid? You spend that in about three days, I think you oh, right. would agree, just on absorbent products, basically. So <laughs> two hundred and fifty
0: bucks is just for a, a top night in the sack, basically. Oh. Is what, that's what the going rate is. Top night in the sack. Gee. Wow, is Charlie Sheen gonna be the baby's father? <laughs> you see, the budget was way
1: more interesting than yeah, you guys I did, thought. Uh, silly me. But what was the bombshell on, on the dancing programme? Although oh, no, there was none because Grant was always going to win. I right mean, from the it, start? No, not from the start, but the last sort of six weeks or so, oh. ever since Toby got uh, got knocked out last uh, Toby not, from, last from human nature. Did Toby he get
2: from, did he get kicked out for not working for Channel Seven?
1: Uh well actually yeah, everyone who's one has been a contractual <laughs> member really? of seven. No, but I think Toby was just a bit he looked he looked like he didn't need our support. He looked right. a bit too confident. Ah. And I think people really, one of the things with Dancing with the Stars that you really warm to is when someone's never danced before. Yes. And then kind of and, yes. that, and Grant was that. Whereas Toby's, you know, grown up dancing. He's a professional. With a, yeah. with a boy band. And even though they'll try and say, oh, but this is completely different. Like, what? How's it different? It's, <laughs> it's dancing. There's less box stepping. <laughs> exactly. There's doo-wops. <laughs> but, but, he, but he can <laughs>
0: console himself with being Australia's brainiest musician. Wasn't that him? <laughs> is that right? He was the winner yep. of the brainiest musician. M- default, only or? because Dave Grainy just rather um, sort of, you know, perversely decided to choose history as a topic. <laughs> and the questions weren't as easy as TV. Right.
2: <laughs> oh, no, it was movies. Yeah, the questions were. Yeah, did that, you get them? Well, no, I watch it. I you normally get all, pretty much all of the movie ones. Yeah. But I think it's unfair that, like, TV and entertainment has the same weighting as something like physics or yeah. history. Yes, yes, That's yeah. not
0: fair. Yeah. Well, the, you know, literature, that was quite hard. But the movie ones were like, Sean Penn won the Best Actor Academy Award oh. for the film Hang on. Mystic What. No, oh, yes, so why yes. put the mystic. Oh, Last the- Man's... <laughs> no, oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> the, the passion of the crew. <laughs> cr- <laughs> what is the answer, Toby? <laughs> R- ice. <laughs> it was just... Yeah. It couldn't have been easier, Yeah, really. Yeah. Uh, other television news, Tom, did you see this? They're running
1: out of people to have on This Is Your Life. I mean, if they asked you, yeah, they they ran out about a decade ago because one one uh, Rob Sitch pointed this out that at one point they had someone on who was twenty one years old. I forget who. It was. Really, and that is not you don't you haven't had a life. Nikki Webster. Wow, this <laughs> is your life. This but is it, your
2: adolescence.
1: Apparently, Bert Newton has been on three times. Yes, yes, in He's different guises. Yeah, three separate lives. Each of his hairpieces has been uh, <laughs> celebrated given an accolade on Australian television. Yeah,
0: but it says that the uh, Mike Munro says we've got to wait a few years to let a few well-known Aussies get a bit (laughs) old. Wow. So he's just sitting around with a few names up on a board. Uh, Tom, just one other television bit of news. We we congratulate you on your efforts dealing with Daryl Summers the other night oh, at the Logies. Oh. Thank
1: you. It was it was a fun... I really enjoyed this Logies. It's been about my 10th I went to. Yeah. And uh, I was wandering on the, uh, on the, uh, the red carpet, yeah. laughably termed, and uh, <laughs> you, you, when, you're just surrounded by the sound of squealing teenage girls because it's it all home and away. Oh. And at one point... I heard the squeals, but they weren't squeals of excitement. They were kind of squeals of sort of, and I turned around and it was Kerry ann Kennelly. Uh, she just for no reason made a beeline to all these young teenage girls and started twirling, showing them her dress. Right, right. And it was, it was a rather discordant moment on the red carpet. They, they weren't happy. Sick. Did she do the go-around? Because she's famous for going
0: around two or three times. Oh, yes,
1: absolutely. Making another entrance, possibly in a different outfit. And you, and you desperately want to be stopped and interviewed and photographed mm. on, on the way in because yeah. if you just walk straight through on that carpet, then it, you're clearly a bit of a nobody. Right. Yeah. And you can stop and chat. To anyway, even if they don't want to talk to you, you can, <laughs> you can just grab the microphone and pretend to be answering questions. And people, we I always try and slipstream in behind some home and away kids because then mm. you, you basically don't get noticed. <laughs> and uh, what were you wearing though? If they had stopped you, would you have said, What are you wearing, Tom? Yeah, it's the same thing as last year, which is not
2: exactly <laughs> what they want to hear.
1: <laughs> no. Not a lot of effort went into it. I'm afraid.
2: My uh, friends are uh, in the Ronnie Johns half hour, yes. they were they were walking up the the red mm. carpet, and Kaz and, and Felicity, the two girls in the show, uh, they got to the end, and the photographer said could you guys just get your girlfriends out of the <laughs> shot, oh, please? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. To which yes. they replied, oh, we're actually in the show. And the photographer looked at them and went, yeah, just to the side. Yeah, just to the side. Oh, look. Yes. A beautiful look. There's a, there's a way moment. of
1: dealing with that. Ed, whenever you have been photographed next to somebody more famous than you, wrap your arm around ah, them. Nice. <laughs> then no amount of Photoshopping can get rid of you. There's well, handy hints from Tom
0: Gleisner. plenty more coming up on Get This. Be men at work. Who can it be now? at get this on Triple M. It's myself, Tony Martin. Ed's over there. Hello, and Tom Gleisner is with us from. Uh, thank God you're here. That's
1: on tonight. Oh, it is too. That's right. I forget. It comes around so quickly. Yeah. Who's on? Come on. I actually made this note because I was doing some interviews the other week and I described the completely wrong lineup. <laughs> 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 oh, really? Absolutely. <laughs> it must be a relief though not to have to explain the show anymore. Oh, that is a joy. The first, <laughs> the first few episodes of Thank God uh, You're Here we actually taped. Right. It, it hadn't gone to air, so yep. I, I would come out. At at the beginning of the evening, 300 people in the audience and I, who had no idea why they were there. Basically, yep, yep. I think they're expecting Burt's family feud. <laughs> All I saw, saw was you know, TV audience required. Yeah. And uh, I had to explain the idea, and it was just like a sea of glazed eyes. Yes. It, it is one of those shows that it's kind of really easy... To get Once you see it But it sort of doesn't make A lot of sense explaining it
0: So the audience knew They were coming along To see something That you'd made mm. But they didn't know What it was Isn't that a change From the days When we were doing our One of our many Ill-fated TV projects At Channel 7 Yes The Degeneration specials When we our audience Was people who couldn't Get into Ian Turpie's Press Your Luck
3: <laughs> <laughs> We'd hear that
0: They'd go Oh you've got a few Press Your Luck leftovers You want them in there And one day I went in To see Press Your Luck mm-hmm. With Ian Turpie mm. being filled, yes. filmed And there was like about seven
1: people in the audience,
0: and then cardboard Hardboard cutouts, cardboard cutouts, and, really, and,
1: and and mirrors around the side of the studio, which made the audience look double. Those those seven actually looked like fourteen. Wow. So
0: I'm going. Well, hang on. If there's only seven people in the audience, how are we getting leftovers? <laughs> <laughs> so you know, obviously people are going along. Oh, no, I don't want to see <laughs> Ian Turby's pressure your luck What else have you got? All <laughs> oh, right, I'll go and see this
1: degeneration thing. <laughs> Rubbish. <laughs> to, on tonight's show, we have uh, Peter Rosethorn returns, oh, yeah. and I should warn viewers in a very tight pair of white shorts. <laughs> oh, look, uh, uh, Josh Lawson. <laughs> um, oh, yes. Fabulous effort. Angus Sampson. That's uh, great. In a pair of green tights. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of uh, strange <laughs> pantaloon action this evening. And Julia Zemiro returns. Yes. She was fabulous last week playing was a 42-year-old teenager. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, tonight she makes uh, her return. It's a, it's a corker of a
0: show. Yeah. Excellent. Um, I have here just, I know people who listen to this program are concerned about the welfare of Keith Richards. Yes. Apparently he's had more brain surgery. And listen to this. Observers who saw him wheeled in before the operation say he seemed gaunt and drained of energy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mistake. Right. They weren't looking at Keith. He looked, looked like the... that in 1963. <laughs>
1: weren't they? At, at what point does yeah. Keith Richards <laughs> yeah. suddenly look gaunt? What's fun about this is that it really began as one of those almost uh, the last wacky story on the news. And finally tonight, (laughs) Rolling Stone's front man has fallen out of a coconut tree. Now it's taking a slightly sombre turn where he he could die, and they're slowly bumping it up into the more sombre, serious part of the news.
0: And in amusing news, (laughs) Keith Richards is having a hole drilled in his head. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's a bit like that. But these are the stories, obviously, with minors and budget talk. Other mm. stories have been pushed off the front page. And I don't know if you've been following what's going on in the Solomon Islands. Uh, listen to this. You know, the, the question seems to be, is the Solomon Islands shonky?
1: Yes. yes. <laughs> you know, can they yeah, be trusted that's... with
0: large novelty checks? <laughs> <laughs> that seems... But listen to this. One of two Solomon Island MPs in jail awaiting trial for inciting riots has been named as the Pacific
1: Nation's new police minister. <laughs> Well, he'd know. He's got inside knowledge. And Bachelor of the Year, too. So he's doing really well. <laughs> but, but, you know. There's two of them, Tony. I think I think the new Prime Minister announced two of his Cabinet uh, ministers and they're both in jail. Wow. But, you
0: know, when your Minister of Police can't come into work because he's completing his sentence. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that suggests maybe there's a bit of shonky going on over there. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's getting hands-on experience. It's, exactly. it's exactly. not the uh, 7.30 report. Not yet. Uh, what's going on? And just speaking of shonky MPs, what about that bloke in WA? Uh, I can't even say his name. The the police minister over there is facing, uh, well, possibly jail time because he hadn't been paying his speeding tickets. <laughs> and had his licence suspended uh, and smashed his ministerial car while unlicensed. That's the Minister of Police in WA. Is he
1: a member of the Kennedy family?
0: <laughs> and it says here, though, that uh, this is the the latest case of misconduct uh, involving, like I'm not going to be able to say, uh, <laughs> noting that he had, as small business minister, failed to pay some of his own workers' superannuation. <laughs> Once again, just getting hands-on experience of how the system works. Exactly. Make him the Minister of the Arts and then let him forge some paintings. We could
1: just go through every portfolio <laughs> yeah, and have right way, wrong way. <laughs> his, his name, for those who are wondering, <laughs> is you, Voldemort. There oh, you go. Excellent. <laughs> excellent. What
0: else have we got? Uh, is there anything else of importance that I must get out of the way? Look, the, oh, I haven't seen this ad. There's, there's talk about... Um, what was the ad with Wogs Out of Work actor George Capianaris? that's been banned? Do you know about this? No. Talk? no. It was a, an ad for um, the Royal Automobile Association's call centre uh, in which there was a curry and a papadam reference and a pun on the word deli. Did anyone see that? No. Been taken off the air as offensive. As racist. Apparently. Which is not
1: funny enough. <laughs> I don't know. I have not seen it, Tony. We should get a copy.
0: But uh, but that's, you know, the big news. Down the bottom here, though, it says that the ASB also received complaints that ads featuring actor Sam Neill, who you've worked with, mm. promoting red meat, and they were pretty bizarre ads, yes. have been discriminated, uh, were discriminating against Christians by advocating evolutionism.
1: Oh, Is that true? Yes. What goes
0: on in those ads? That's
1: yes, he says, ever since we came down from the trees and began eating red meat yeah, to keep does, our right. our brains, um, made our brains big enough so we could make mini-series like the Bermuda Triangle, <laughs> uh, 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 that was kind of, I think, the, the logical flow of it. Yes, and it does imply evolution.
0: Well, that's been thrown out of court, gone. apparently.
1: Gone with George Capinaris, gone.
0: <laughs> We're willing to accept that uh, maybe we did come down out of some trees at some point point. Hmm. Yeah, and um, magic wasn't responsible.
1: <laughs> I'm
0: a big, look, I have to say, I have no discrimination against any kind of belief system, but, but I just think <laughs> that I'm fine about creationism or what's this new newfangled? Uh, intelligent like, design. Intelligent design. Fine, teach it in school as much as you want. Yep. Just call it magic. <laughs> <laughs> just use the word magic. Mm, They'll get kids involved. How is it created? Magic kids. Yeah, just say magic and then teach it as much as you want. Well, that's our religious lesson today. Yeah, that's great. We cover all bases, (laughs) Eric. It's great. There'll be more in a moment. (laughs) Get this on Triple M. That'd be you too, all because of you. Uh, Tom Gleisner is with us. We're just recalling the old days of uh, Tommy G and the Fat Man <laughs> in the 80s on, on Triple M.
1: What other great segments did we used to have, Tom, apart from um, View from the Poof? View from the, and the new View from the Poof <laughs> yeah. after it got axed. We had uh, What's My Line, a, a comical quiz show where you had to complete the next line in a song. Right. And was, you know. And we tried you... to
0: pass that off as original, did we? <laughs> we
1: got away with it for four <laughs> years, buddy. Um, we had, uh, we did had, we? we had F. FM Playhouse, our, oh, yeah. our weekly ongoing radio serial. Never won a Raw Award, did it?
0: I um, remember you having to apologise to Marty Roan for something you said on air. I can't remember what that was. I remember lawyers coming in oh, with suitcases. We
1: offended... And, so- yeah, yeah that's, that's true. We used to get strange letters from... from yeah. we, we we offended... Um, was it, Who wrote Santa Never Made It Into Darwin? Bill and <laughs> Boyd? Bill or and Boyd? <laughs> I think we might have offended Boyd. Uh, <laughs> old Bill. old both. No, nah, Bill was fine. <laughs> <laughs> and Mrs. Boyd went off. Uh, all right. Well,
0: enough nostalgia. What's going on in the real world right now? Well, of course, uh, the budget
2: was was on last night. Yeah! And, uh, they, love, they love a hear here at
1: budget time. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed in the newspaper headlines because remember the old days, it, there were always the morning after the budget would be beer-smoked slug. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what is that? What's happened to the beer-smoked yes. slug? <laughs> Again, I don't get any more. And well, was the
2: hot dog and, and milkshake mm, wine a
0: couple of years exactly. ago. Look, you know, the thing is, I can feel people already tuning out, because we're talking about the budget. Yeah. It's no, not that on. interesting. But I, I think, I'm worried about the budget this year. Are you? I just think, you know, if you're going to be a responsible treasurer, mm-hmm. you shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket. Don't you think you should, like, spread the money around? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just putting it in one area, I think is a yeah, bit foolish.
3: Yeah. absolutely. So, if you didn't hear the, no, the didn't. speech,
0: ha- have a listen to this.
3: Mr Speaker, in the five-year period from 2004-05, we have allocated... $12.7 billion to the bionic ear. Yeah. This budget continues the government's strong commitment to the bionic ear. Yeah. The strength of Australia's military will always remain the bionic ear. Yeah. Tonight I am announcing a new comprehensive tax reform plan with three parts. Yeah. First, the self-employed would be able to claim a full deduction for the Bionic Ear. Second, the Government will seek the cooperation of State Governments to maintain their contribution in real terms to the Bionic Ear. And third, the Government will provide $200 million to establish up to 10 new funds in a new round of the Bionic Ear Investment Fund Program. It is estimated around 370,000 people will receive this additional bionic ear. In addition to this, this budget takes progress much further with a range of measures, including changes to make the bionic ear more attractive, aligning thresholds for small business to simplify eligibility for the bionic ear, and simplifying and extending access to the bionic ear. Mr. Speaker, this is a budget which will build opportunities for the bionic ear, and I commend the bill to the House. Yeah! Get this. I want to get back
1: at them, and I
3: want
0: them to be out of here. For Census 1234 on Triple M. A triple- oh, look. Uh, get your bionic ear tuned up, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's Get This on Triple M, and we're going to be talking about miracle escapes have you had one? That'll be next. I'll get this.
4: Yeah.
0: Oh, look, that bloke likes a laugh at Underworld. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: I always wondered whether the bloke from My Sex laughed like this. Ha, <laughs> ha, ha! Because he did in that song. But that's going way back. It's uh, Give This on Triple M. Tom Gleisner has joined us. Uh, thank God you're here. That'll be on tonight mm. on Channel 10 at 7.30. And what's the time for? <laughs> Time to make the climb here at Talkback Mountain, and you know, let's let's talk today about miracle escapes because there have been a few. Mm. Uh, obviously, um, David Blaine for for one, um, you know. Hiding inside a snow cone, basically, for, is, for several hours. Is and Mr he's,
1: Blaine basically like your David Copperfield? Is I'm trying to get an angle on him. He's got a bit more credibility, I think, than Copperfield. He does. Less and, hair, from the looks of things. But.
0: Yeah. but he can't breathe, for you know, can't hold his breath for longer than seven minutes. He's been dragged out of his uh, cube or sphere and um, described uh, by Brent Weber's piss week. <laughs>
1: uh <laughs> Seven minutes couldn't last seven minutes. <laughs> um, Isn't but it's not yeah. a great record. I mean, you know, if you wanted to be known for having you know broken a world record, holding mm. your breath underwater doesn't yeah. yeah. quite cut it. I don't,
0: mean, it's, it's like he's combi- he's got two half baked ideas and he's mm. combined them. Mm. I'll just be in that fish tank for a long time. Ah. No, that's not very impressive. <laughs> Lots of people stay underwater, I'll just hold my breath at yeah. the end. Yeah, for a that's while. but I mean,
1: how long can you hold your breath? I mean, the well, record less than is
0: seven minutes by the sounds nine minutes is the world oh, is record,
2: it? apparently. That's pretty good. Okay, that's
1: that's re- no one can hold their breath for nine minutes. Let's give it a go. Okay. <laughs> uh, back after this very long song from <laughs> Nickelback.
0: <back>. <laughs> um, <laughs> look, so that's a miracle yep. escape, I guess, mm. and obviously the miracle escape in Tasmania. And, yeah. and uh, one of our predictions has come true, Ed. We, what did we say would be one of the first things they heard when they came out? Shannon null song. Shannon oh, Noll song. It's it happened.
2: You know what we didn't pick. We didn't pick Maguire making his oh, way down. Yeah. I should have.
1: Oh, I should have. He's, he's the every man. I should have uh, known. I reckon one of them's going to end up on seven, and one's going to end up oh, on nine. Oh. I think you know, they, and they probably do better that way. And yeah. they're, bat, they're battling over um, benefit concerts. So, do you remember when this happened? Oh. This happened with the <laughs> tsunami. Each of the networks networks announced their own benefit concerts. <laughs> right. In the end, they had to kind of combine yes, they them. Did. I think nine. Oh, I think seven announced uh, that they're doing one next week. Right yeah. and now, nine have sort of gazumped them, and we well, we'll do one. Tomorrow. Wow. Mm. So it's uh but look at it it is amazing the the mm. Mine Rescue or as we at Channel Ten prefer to call it the double eviction <laughs> down there at the uh, at Beaconsfield it was Brand. A Leave the cage. <laughs> beep beep. beep. Got a beep, voice beep. They heard. It but was it really was um you know it has captured the nation and I know Tony I've heard your um Your fears about it being turned into some bad miniseries. Well, I
0: just think we're going to see Shafter Hope. Yeah, it's it's heading that way. It's going to be Cameron Daddo. Oh, you reckon? Craig McLaughlin. Oh, now we're getting somewhere. Bearded
1: up and, you know. And uh, the Prime Minister's fight. He kept away from it for most Mm. of the time because I think if it turned you know if it turned yeah. bad then yes. it would have been one of his sort of workplace reforms <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> hideously wrong but now it's all okay he's jumped on board and I hate this when he does the thing where he goes oh, it's it's a classic example of that Aussie quality it's of uh, mateship sure. like oh. no other ethnic group in the world has mateship <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Australians are yeah. the only ones that care about each other That's a, yeah.
0: but they turned on the slow motion they turned on the cornball music I I you. did we say it'd be on slow motion watch and there it was because what was so great about it is
2: the lift came out and they just ambled out. Yeah, yeah. And they're funny yeah. guys. Funny guys! They, funny clock, guys. they clocked, they yeah. clocked off. The first thing they did, they took their pass and yeah. clocked off. Exactly. That's funny. And the tone was kind of. Humorous. Somehow, yes. it was kind of the ambling walk and mm, the taking mm, yeah. the tag, and it was yeah.
0: funny. But then uh, we better slow it down. Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, it just doesn't. Wind beneath
1: your wings. <laughs> but you know, let, don't let our cynicism no. take away from you know an extraordinary effort from the from the rescuers. Cutting no, through, I don't know cut so. not having through, a go at them. It's going through rock that was. Five times harder than Naomi Robson's makeup. (laughs) That is an extraordinary effort, and I think it is to be applauded. So let's not have our cynicism. No, uh, no, no. We we
2: love them, but mm. it's the other stuff that they're kind of tacking on. Of this is how you should feel about it. That's a kind of somebody from a TV station diving into the ambulance with
0: them. You know, it's just that kind of stuff. But uh, let's talk about miracle escapes. Yeah. Because everyone's had a miracle escape. Mm. Uh, anything to, to offer, Ed?
2: Uh, yeah, I got the, um, uh, I went to school in Sydney and I got a higher school certificate and I, you had to have 85% attendance. And just before the exams, I was on 68%, uh, the lowest in my year. Mm. And uh, the headmaster pulled me aside and said, you, do you think you're going to get out of year 12? I said, I hope so. He said, no, you're not. And he said, there's only one way you're going to do this. You have to sit next to me at the running carnival and act as my slave for the day. <laughs> and then he fudged the rules and passed me.
1: Escape. No, yeah. no, no, that's a criminal offence from I
0: <laughs> That's tomorrow's show. Yeah. Yes. and I get like that, out? That's the kind of thing we're looking for. It doesn't have to be a Branton Todd style effort. It doesn't have to be David Blaine work. It can just be something small. Have you had a miracle escape,
1: Tom, from anything? I got out of jury duty once. <laughs> oh, hang on. Thank you. How'd you do it? I told them I was dead. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> write on that one down. I had a miracle
0: escape by getting a job at Triple M in Brisbane when I was living in New Zealand. Uh, and it was then called FM 104 <laughs> in Brisbane. And when we were at the sister station. I got transferred over. But my career was going so badly that I was one week away from auditioning to be the new Hudson's Biscuits cookie Bear. <laughs> That's right. I would have been in a beer costume. Mm, being punched by Parsons <laughs> marches. Oh, and, and you know what the catchphrase... Fr- I, <sighs> I remember what the catchphrase was. Um, I think the... Uh, you can't bear to be without them. I think the... <laughs> Good. wasn't that good. <laughs> um, no, it was because I think that the name of the biscuit that the cookie beer advertises, and New Zealanders will be just um, screaming it at the radio right now. I think it was Shrewsbury's, <laughs> and the catchphrase was scrum diddlyumptious. Oh. <laughs> that would have been me, the scrum umptious guy in a beer costume. I've always thought of you as scrum diddlyumptious. <laughs> I'm going to be scrumdiddlyumptious <laughs> every day from now on. So thank you, Triple M Brisbane, for rescuing yeah, me from a bear costume. But that's the kind of thing we're looking for. Yeah, give us a ring. Some kind of miracle escape. Uh, anything you want. Yeah. Talkback Mountain one triple three five three. That is in excess. It's pretty Vegas here. at get this on Triple M. And uh, wow, it's it's. You should see the activity that goes on in here. One song to throw a segment together. All going to be alive. Uh, And it's Talkback Mountain, I think. Call us from all points. We're looking for miracle escapes, big or small. And I think on the line we may have Roger. Roger, are you there? I am, Tony. Where are you speaking from? Sydney. And you've had a miracle escape?
4: Certainly was. A mate of mine who
0: had a scuba uh, ticket decided it was
4: time in my life that I learned to to go diving too. So he took me to the Tweed River Mouth. This is when I was about 18, so it's a while ago. And uh, we were right in the riverbed. It's a long way down. Yep. he taps me on the shoulder and points across, and uh, there was a tiger shark about uh, 20 foot long.
0: Jeez.
4: Uh, bands were about a foot across up its back, and it was around oh, 50 or 70 feet away from us. 20 it mustn't foot have been a, long? Yeah, it was one. It was a bus. And what happened? Uh, he did the shall we ascend sign yes. and uh, very quickly got my agreement.
0: <laughs> and, in writing? But did he get it about? in writing?
4: <laughs> 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 and uh, luckily, yeah, she just wasn't hungry.
0: Oh, wow. Wow. Miracle escape. And what is the procedure if you are attacked by a tiger shark? Because it's, it's a punch, punch in the me. nose. Punch it on the nose. Is that uh, urban myth or is that real? You know? is that... no, It's true.
1: It's the same approach with David Kosh if he comes at you. <laughs> <truth>. Punch <laughs> him on the nose and ascend. He'll get scared. <laughs> 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 Have you been back down?
4: I've never been tempted, funnily enough. Yeah. Yeah. Never been tempted. Weird.
0: But apparently that is the thing, punch it on the nose. I'm sure right. it wouldn't be. It's, it sort of sounds easy in a radio studio to yeah. punch a shark on a nose. We drew, uh, grew up where I live, uh, we grew up around hammerhead sharks. Oh, yeah. Just finding the nose is the hard part. <laughs> Which bit of that is a nose? <laughs> punch it on the handle. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, that's that's actually a genuine uh, miracle yeah, escape. Yeah, thanks, Roger. Thank you, Roger. Hi, uh, Michelle.
2: Are you there? Yeah. Where are you, Michelle? Where are you calling from? Pardon? Where are you calling from? A bird sanctuary by the sounds <laughs> of it the front. Uh, Brisbane, Queensland. Oh, Oh, hello.
4: Which part? Um, Bar.
2: Oh, yes. Sweet. Do you know that part, Ed? A little bit. Uh, So tell us, what's your miracle escape?
4: Um, I was in high school and I was finished for the day and I was uh, leaving and going across a school crossing to see a fight which was across the road and got run over by a bus. Oh,
3: no! I'm
0: not sure if that's a miracle in itself, uh, Mr. (laughs) Marsland,
1: but... (laughs) Sure. I mean, it doesn't happen very often. It's a bad miracle, I guess. <laughs> I like going across the sea a fight, though. Yeah. Who so, <laughs> was punching on? Yeah. I have no idea. Oh, right. <laughs> I was sort of knocked out for a little bit, so.
0: Oh, so you you've escaped death, so yeah. it's technically that's a miracle. There Escape, it is. yeah. There, there you go, 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 Richard. Now <laughs> <are> you're happy. <laughs> right. Well, and, and how severe were the injuries? So, sorry. To
4: um, all I did was smash a growth plate in my ankle, so I was quite lucky.
0: Right. Wow. Okay. And you know, you—I always remember there's a scene in the, the film called *The World According to Garp*. Do you oh, know, yeah, that, yeah. where <laughs> the guy's looking for a, Garp is looking for a house to buy, and a plane comes <laughs> down from the sky and just crashes into it. And he goes, "We're buying this house." Yes. And he goes, well, "Why? Because it's been pre-disaster. <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. never going to happen yeah, again." No, yeah, so no. you know, you, that's what you've got, you know, in your favour, Michelle. What are the chances really of that happening again? Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully not many at all.
2: Look out behind yeah. you. No, decide,
4: Michelle. That's what
0: I got at school for the rest of my schooling year. Right, well, you didn't manage to. Who was that woman on Neighbours? Madeline who, West. She managed to turn that into a series of uh, new idea covers, didn't did. she? Indeed. Did. A stand-up comedy career. <laughs> so there is occasionally an upside to oh, being yeah. hit by a bus. <laughs> Uh, thanks, Michelle. Okay, thank hey, you. Don't drink too much water, Michelle. <laughs> hey, Paul. You're in Brisbane. <laughs> One glass per week. <laughs> Who have we got? To? Hey, Paul. Paul. Hello, hello. How you going? Where are you? Good. How are you? I'm from Cronulla.
2: Oh, <laughs> well. <wow, wow. laughs> and uh, talk us through it. What happened to you?
4: <laughs> uh, well, I had a, had a big night on the drink, funnily enough, um, and I decided to sleep in my car. Yes. So I folded the back seats down and slept with my legs in the boot, and um, the sun started coming up, so I crawled into the
0: boot. <laughs> pulled the two seats shut and locked us up in the boot of my own car. There you go, but you, but you did
1: escape. Yeah, I did. I uh, I remembered reading that there was a, a little lever to get out of the boot, so I had ah. to crawl around in the dark
0: till I found the lever. Is that right? Is there a little lever? Is, yeah, any, got, is yeah. that in every car? I'm not sure, but it, luckily enough it was in my one.
2: All right. How long were you in there?
0: Uh, well, I was asleep for about six hours, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I got out about three hours after that. And was Eddie Maguire waiting with Shannon Knoll? <laughs> Oh, I, I scared a paper boy that was walking past at the time. <laughs> oh, that could be a telly movie. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, I think so. I
1: I'll call Craig McLaughlin.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, it's good to know because people are constantly being locked in the boot of a yeah, car.
1: We've mm. learned something today, haven't we? There's a lever. There's a lever. Yeah. There's, a lever. Yeah. There's a lever in life, ladies and gentlemen. There's always something you can grab. That's nice. <laughs> nice. Thank you, Tom. Do we have Thanks, anyone Paul? else? Yeah,
2: Matt, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, mate. Matt, you're, you're in Brisneyland as well?
4: Yeah, that's right, mate. up in
2: Brisbane, yep. Uh, what happened to you, mate?
4: Well, back when I was in the army, I used to, uh, I was out on exercise and uh, up in the Northern Territory. What does that and mean? I was, so, sorry,
2: what's, what's exercise?
4: Oh, basically just you're uh, out practicing. Shooting things. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Basically. Sorry. And so I was hiding, like just hiding in a bush there, and a couple <laughs> of roo started shooting at me. <laughs>
0: oh!
4: Oh,
2: just, and but, uh, you dressed as a kangaroo? Did
4: you fire no, mat? no, I, I was dressed in what we call a yawi suit. It's like uh, you know, just bits of cloth and stuff, so I looked like a bush. Uh-huh. And uh, uh-huh. I moved a little bit, and they, yeah, they must have thought there was a roo hiding behind the bush, so they started shooting at me. <laughs> uh, luckily, they, they'd had a couple of beers, so they missed. Yes. Um, and luckily, I had a rifle at the time, and uh, but it was full of blanks, so th- like they don't actually fire bullets; they make a really loud noise, though. So I fired back, and you should have
2: seen those blokes run. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You've got guns. <laughs>
0: the ruse of returning
2: fire. Yeah,
0: so, that's the one. so really, that the lesson we've learned here is that it pays to have a lot to drink before you go shooting. <laughs> yeah. Because if the guys hadn't, you could have been really severely hurt. Well, mm. yeah, yeah, basically, if they yeah they'd done their job right, I wouldn't be
4: talking to you now. <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs> was
2: that the only time you ever got fired at in the army?
4: Uh, no, a few times, but uh, that mm. was the one. Yeah, yeah, that was probably the most.
0: Unusual one. Wow. Well that's a genuine uh of miracle escapes. And uh, there's a couple of um Beauties We're in there. Yeah. Sharks
1: and boots and buses and pissed roo-shooters. <laughs>
0: there's, there's a few people there I'd like to see pushed through the door on, thank God you're here. <laughs> I think there's a few people who'd know what to do. Uh, thanks to everyone who had yeah, really good. A, a miracle escape, and we will be sending Shannon Noel to everyone's <laughs> house.
2: <laughs> Get this.
3: Get over there. Get out of it, I say. Don't walk here. Stop
0: spitting on
2: me.
3: I, I... <coughs> For Census
0: 1234 on Triple M. Oh, one perfect day. That'd be Little Heroes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> are we sick of that yet? No. I think we are. Okay. Oh, it was great, that budget. You guys were on the wrong station. It was fantastic. <laughs> mm. uh, um, please. <laughs> That's where do they I really... Anything? Do I do I qualify? What do I get?
1: There do was I... 10 minutes on Ed Cavalier. Yes, yes. What am I <laughs> in for? Oh, bionic ear. <laughs> Sweet. Are you planning to float down the Murray in the coming months? Because you're going to enjoy it a lot more. <laughs> More water for you, Ed. All uh, right. I know uh, everyone is going to get one of those uh,
0: talking Boonie dolls. Apparently, that was the main revelation. They're yeah. going.
1: They're going off at random moments. Apparently, those was, they thought the batteries would be long uh, and you know gone by now. Oh, no. but there's power in them, and they and Booney's just talking. <laughs> he <laughs> just never
2: shuts up. He says a lot more than the
0: real <laughs> Boonie.
1: Mm, he's
2: quoting <laughs> Hamlet at times. Apparently. <laughs> It's going crazy. Yeah. He said, hey, well, a friend of mine has one in Sydney, and exactly that happened. They bought it because they wanted it to talk during mm. cricket. Mm. It didn't. It never said a word during the <laughs> cricket. Yeah, yeah. And then we'd, all have, we'd all have a party, and we'd all yeah. sort of crash at this house, mm. and in the middle of the night, you just hear, we're in me thongs. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and my son had a Buzz Lightyear doll
3: and
2: oh,
1: the uh, battery still goes. This was like 10 years ago. You wow, still can get right. to infinity and beyond. Is that <laughs> right? You're clear, you know, whereas you buy a, you know, a battery for your, you know, your transistor or something and it's gone in about a minute.
0: Yes, we, we have the one at home uh, on the top of the TV, the Beavis and Butthead Oh yeah. And whenever you use the remote, you just get oh.
1: <laughs> 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 <And> it's
0: great. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <gasps> oh. And it just, I can sit there for hours. If there's, you know, turn down the sound on Peter Costello, just put on Beavis and Butthead. Uh, Britney Spears. Ooh. Now, I know, look, Ed's a young actor. You've yep. done, if you have done acting training? Have you had, yeah, an, yeah, yeah. You've had an acting teacher at yes. some point? Yes. These people know what they're
2: talking and about. And a lovely lady called Denise Roberts, Who's totally right. excellent Oh, you're
0: a very good actress. Yeah, she's Ed. awesome. Uh, look, this bloke here, uh, what's his name? Oh, he's anonymous. No. This bloke here was Britney Spears, acting coach. I remember Out. she did a film? Oh, it was wonderful. What was it? Crossroads. Crossroads. It was wonderful.
2: Really? Oh. High point? <laughs> um, start to finish. <laughs> oh, no, the, the really moving bit where, no, no. what am I talking about? Just watch it. Right. It well, this bloke
0: here was Britney's acting coach. He describes mm-hmm. her as an untalented, self-focused wannabe. Can oh. you believe that? Oh, I'm... Disgusted. (laughs) Yeah. The coach who gave acting lessons to Britney at her Malibu home revealed that the singer dismissed William Shakespeare and Harold Pinter as not part of my world. Yeah. Uh, That would have crushed Pinter. Of Shakespeare, she said, I know who he is. Mm -hmm. I know he's dead. And I don't want any Knights in Armour stuff. (laughs) Don't want to do any Knights in Armour stuff. 'Cause it's just it's yeah, just, yeah, the, yeah, there's yeah, not yeah. a lot of cleavage work to be had yeah. in Richard the oh. Third. And as for Pinta, whoever Pinto is or was, I don't care. Yeah. Oh. How's that? How would that have gone in your acting class, Ed? I said that. Yeah. Did you say that? Oh,
2: yeah, that's what I opened with. don't want any Knights <laughs> yeah, and Army stuff? That's how I opened
0: every <laughs> class. <laughs> okay. All right. I think we need some music. Let's oh. get out of here. I'm disappointed in Brittany. I just you know what I do every day, Tom? I just try and find articles mm. that will get Ed to go Ah, <laughs> is it a growl? And you found one. <laughs> <outbunt.
2: laughs>
0: ah. What does Ashley Simpson usually does? Oh, it?
2: God <laughs> <his> oh.
0: <laughs> Or any mention of uh, Ed's elaborate love life. Ah, that'll do. Okay, uh, Tom, thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me once again. Um, Thank God you're here. Can I say enough nice, nice things about it? Thank you. 7.30 this evening on Channel 10. It's a bottler of a show. It's a ah, top I'm for you. And uh, I think today's key phrase has been... Yeah!
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and we will be back tomorrow. It's our movie show. Lockie Hume is going to be joining us. All thanks to Census One, Two, Three,
2: Four.
3: Now it's allowing you. Ready?